Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code COLLEGEDRAFT to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Pour yourself a cold one. They strike them, huh? And listen to Russ Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Yeah, it is Daddy Soda time here on the College Draft podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, which is a great sponsor because Emery is our guy when it comes to college football and making picks against the spread. This podcast is three in one. We break down some of the best college football games. We give you our bets for those college football games, and we break down the top prospects in those college football games. Three for the price of one, which is nothing, by the way. It's free. I'm Ross Tucker at Ross Tucker NFL on social media. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. You can check us out always on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Speaking of that, Emery is a straight up YouTube star. Football game plan on YouTube at Fball Game Plan on Twitter. And get it now. Footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide. You got to get it. You got to love it. Emery, there's a lot to get to. We got some big games this weekend. Uh, Friday night, San Diego State is going up against UNLV. San Diego State is favored by 11. That was a heck of a game they had the other night uh, against Nevada. That was, I knew that was going to be an awesome game. San Diego State, man, they just get it done. Brady Hoke, Emery, he's a good coach. I don't know what happened at Michigan. He's a good football coach. He really is. And, and that's a really good, stable program out there at San Diego State, man. They just do, I think they do it uh, the right way. It's point of attack play, and then they build out from there on both sides of the ball. They can hold line of scrimmage, they can uh, move you off the ball offensively, they run the ball really well. Um, and it just and they recruit good athletes, man. I guess when you think about Southern California, you always talk about USC, UCLA, but man, you talk about consistency. San Diego State has been consistent for about a decade plus. It's a really good point. Yeah, and and I think the kids that don't go to SC or UCLA, I think San Diego, San Diego seems pretty nice, <laughs> nice place to go. Um, they got a linebacker in Caden McDonald that you like. Yeah, physical at the point, aggressive blitzer. You know, he is able to fly through blocks. 
Um, I see him more as a sandbacker, uh, someone that could play over the tight end, someone that's that strong versus the run. Um, okay in, in dropping back in coverage, but if you want him as a pressure player, a, a run stuffer, someone like that, he's someone that's going to you know uh, make a lot of money on Sundays uh, because of how he plays. He's athletic, I'll tell you that. He's 6'3", about 235, 240, um, you know, good lateral quickness. I just needs to c- continue to get better in coverage, but as far as stopping the run, uh, blitzing, applying pressure, he's a really good football player. He should have an impact in this game. All right, let's talk UNLV running back Charles Williams. Did one of his games last year at Allegiant Stadium. Pretty cool that UNLV gets to play at Allegiant Stadium, and that's a big selling point for them, as is the fact he might have the best nickname in college football, the Chuck Wagon, which is just incredible. The Chuck Wagon. He's the current active leader in rushing yards in college. I think this is his sixth year playing. I mean, he, he's been playing forever. You know, you lead college football, Emery, in rushing yards with a team that never wins a game, that's actually really impressive. They never have a lead. They're never winning late in the game. How many yards would he have if he was at a program where late in games they're just churning the clock out? The second half, they're usually chucking it all over the place. And by the way, he's a Fresno guy that Fresno State didn't want. Fresno State didn't take. So he left and went to UNLV. He had an awesome career. You, you think about Fresno State and uh, like that's Group of Five RBU. They produce some talented running backs. They got one right there out there right now that's running the heck out of the football. Um, and, and Williams, that's a great, fantastic point, and that's a great underrated scouting point because if you're doing scouting right, and people will look at him and say, "Oh, he's five, you know, nine, 180 pounds." Um, you know, he's probably a scat back guy. And you're like, man, he's leading college football and rushing in a team that never wins games. Uh, they're, they're getting blown out. It's like, he must be good. Imagine if we put him in our offense around better players. How good can he be? Therein lies how you go and, and find a gym as a scout, which is why we want to talk about him and, and what he does. He is someone that, that I think fits today's game. He could be explosive and dynamic without volume. But if you give him volume, he'll be out. He'll be tremendous. Uh, we'll see someone like a Kenneth Gainwell uh, play for Philadelphia. I think this is someone that can be of that ilk um, for an offense. He's good with the ball in his hands. He has acceleration. Uh, he's a tough physical guy. He has good wiggle once he gets out in the open field. He is someone that I enjoy watching. I thought he was going to come out last year, but I think he got hurt, uh, came back, took advantage of the, the extra year. And uh, now we're seeing him just just do exactly what he's done his entire career for the running Rebels. All right. So San Diego State, I guess I'm a little surprised they're only favored by 11. I guess I would have thought they'd be favored by more than that. Who do you like in this one, Emery? I'm laying a point to San Diego State. I, I trust their ability to close out a, a football game. And I think that's a, a nice spread for San Diego State. It's given respect to UNLV because the, the running Rebels do play Really good, tough football. You know, they, they've gotten better uh, over the course of the time uh, this season, and they've been competitive. It just, you know, typical with a team that loses a lot of games, they just don't know how to win. Um, so I think 11 points is fair. That's a tip of the cap to UNLV, but also shows you how good San Diego State is and how much they should be able to control this game on both sides of the ball. So this next game, this is pretty incredible. It's uh, Michigan State at Ohio State. By the way, speaking of picks, 
like Emery just made. PicksWise is the number one free app for football picks, odds, and analysis. Find expert picks for every game all season long, loaded with best bets, props, and parlays. You can find in-depth game predictions giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction all for free. Found your pick? Search our latest DraftKings promotions to sign up for an account and place your bet. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. Gambling problem called 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. It's Michigan State. It's at Ohio State. It's one of the games of the year in the Big Ten. And the spread is 19 and a half. I mean, what, Emery, is that just, is that like analytics or is that just looking at who Ohio State has recruited the last four years compared to who Michigan State, because obviously Ohio State has better players. 19 and a half just sounds like a lot. It does. And, you know, you think about what happened last week. I, I think people are, I think Vegas is probably using, you know, last week's, trouncing of Purdue as a reason to, to give this point spread, you know, a big point spread to Ohio State because I took Purdue in the points thinking that Purdue was going to keep it closer. They were going to play their best game as they always do against these highly ranked teams. But Ohio State came in and, and just blew the doors off the Boilermakers. So I think Vegas probably looks at this game and says, you know what, Let, let's give a little bit more credit to Ohio State. Um, Michigan State, they've been playing some, you know, they, they have quietly been approaching kid Icarus status in terms of the games they played the season when you go back and look at it like okay they've been flying a little bit too close to the sun uh but and they slipped up oh, hold, hold, hold on hold on what is kid Icarus status well when you when you're playing these cl- close games you're getting too close to to the sun um and it's not going to work out for you but well, who's are, kid Icarus I forget who kid Icarus is or what he was the, the one sun? that had the, the wax wings and they told him don't fly too close to the sun because if you fly too close, obviously the heat will melt the wax. You fall. I thought that was like a video game. It is. It was a bit on Nintendo. It was a video game. Yeah, it's Greek mythology. Okay, got it. And he was getting too close for comfort, flying too close to the sun with wax wings, and the wings end up melting. He fell out the sky. You know. Oh, really? Yeah. So, oh, wow. So that's so when we say that, it's like. You know, these teams are, you can call them the cardiac Spartans, right? You're playing too many of these games that you probably should have lost, but you're winning, so we can't really say anything. Uh, but you're flying too close to the sun, Michigan State. And, and it, it burned them, I want to say, a couple weeks ago when they lost that game. So, you know, maybe this is also factoring in the point spread. Uh, that's why Ohio State has this 19 point, uh, 19 and a half points, point, point spread over a very good Michigan State team. Yeah, let's start with the offensive lineman for Michigan State, A.J. or Curry. I, I like him, man. I like him in the run game, uh, obviously. And he's someone that when he latches on, he's able to get you out of the way. He's, you know, drive blocking and, uh, you know, washing you down the line of scrimmage as, as well. In pass for, I think he's solid. You know, I do think uh, if someone tries to bull rush him, they won't have success because he does a good job of, of, you know, anchoring and just resetting and redirecting and, and that resetting his hands and, and redirecting guys the opposite way. Now, out on the move, he's not as agile as you would like or not as sudden or quick as you would like, uh, but I think he's a solid overall player, um, and they're going to try to put pressure on 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 the quarterback this, you know, obviously this weekend, 
And so rushing from his side is probably going to be where you're going to see a lot of uh, opportunities for him to, to showcase, okay, have I improved in, in quickness and uh, how quickly can I get out and pass that and, and stymie one of these pass rushers coming from Ohio State? You know, it's interesting because I know about, you know, a, a bunch of D linemen for Ohio State, including Harrison and the D tackle. I don't know about this Jerron Cage. That's the guy that had the big man touchdown, right, uh, against um, uh, Penn State. You know the the, the, the oh the oh I forgot his name. Okay, okay. So, but 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 that's that's a good point because you know everyone always talks about the scoop and score. He's a fifth year senior, you know, so he doesn't really get the the fanfare or you know the amount of playing time that guys get usually at Ohio State. You know, you see guys step in as a freshman, play till you know their junior year, then they're off to the NFL. You rarely see the, the fifth year senior defensive lineman, right? Um, but for him, it's a situation where he's a one tech, you know, he's six two three oh five, but I think he anchors well. You want to see him use his hands a little bit better. Um, and he has upside. I think this year he's starting to see a little bit more playing time. He's playing better. So if you're a scout, you're looking at him like, okay, he could be a good rotational piece. Guy that has a seen a lot is playing better this year. So he still has growth possibilities at the next level. So that's why I wanted to mention him. Um, it, yeah, the scooper score was nice. But you look at him in terms of, and this is why guys draft players when they do, uh, like sixth or seventh round. You know, let's get some rotational guys. Let's build depth with guys that have, you know, either have high upside or have logged a lot of snaps and played a lot of games. Um, that way we know we can plug and play him in in certain spots. We can get him to do the one thing that he does well. And I think that one thing for him is anchoring at the point. All right. So, Emery. Ohio State favored by 19 and a half. Which way are you going? Oh man, I burnt I was burned by Purdue last weekend, man. And you know, it's it's Ohio State is starting to pick it up and, and roll right now. So I'm I'm gonna feel comfortable here with laying these 19 and a half points with the Buckeyes. Wow. I can't do it. I'll take Mich I would take Michigan State and the points. I understand. I'm not mad at you. But that's – I think Michigan State's too good for that many points. You know what else is good? Overcoming the odds. Rewriting the playbook. Delivering under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere. There's more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. All right. Who's working for everyone in this Georgia Tech Notre Dame game, Emory. Notre Dame favored by 15 and a half. Georgia Tech has a corner named Trey Swilling. Is he related to Ken or Pat? Yeah, he's uh, the, the son of Pat Swilling. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so, you know, you get – anytime you talk Swilling in Georgia Tech, you're talking a really good player, right? Just brought up Ken Swilling. You got Pat Swilling. Remember when Ken uh, Swilling was a safety at like 240, like laying yeah, he was like out? the biggest – Wearing number one, you know, big shoulder pass, horse collar, knocking guys out, man. Like it's, it was amazing. But was never, like never really did anything in the NFL. Nah, I, I think it's, he was I ahead of his time. They should have moved him to linebacker. Bingo, and because you think of someone like a Cam Chancellor, right, or someone that, uh, you know, someone that was big at safety, that's probably closer, better playing closer to the box, just ahead of his time, like he talked about. Um, and I, I think when you look at Trace Willing. 
he was a, a really good corner uh, the first two years of, of his career. In junior, he was really good, too. Good matchup corner, solid skill set, good instincts, good ball skills. People are are down on him this year because he's not making the the, the wild plays, or he's uh you know he gave up a couple touchdowns, but this dude probably was banged up. So you got to be you got to be careful when, and I know it's hard to separate fans from analysis, but because when they see somebody give up a touchdown, it instantly goes he trash right. But you got to understand this dude was banged up probably out there playing through an injury because you've seen him at his best. So you know what you just recently saw him giving up a touchdown is definitely not Trey Swilling. He is a very underrated corner. Now they have him listed as a redshirt junior. So I don't know, you know, if he's a junior or a senior or whatnot with these COVID rules, but I know he played four years, but this is a really solid all around corner uh, that also is very active in flying up and stopping the run or even in so you could come you come off the edge with them. This is someone that's, that has a good array of skill set. All right, so what do you think about Notre Dame D lineman Myron Tungavailoa Amosa? I, I like the quickness off the ball. I like the ball, you know, the ball get off. I like the activeness. I feel like he he uh, you know, someone that that can really be a disruptive player. I'm still trying to figure out is he a stand up guy or is he a, a hand in the dirt guy? I think. If he's going to be a hand in the dirt guy, his hand usage has to become much better. Um, I think if he's going to be a stand up, uh, you know, a guy that can just rush off the edge, he has a first step quickness and the and the ability to you know to, to accelerate and flatten. But up front, his hands got to become a lot better. But you you like the athleticism, you like the 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 uh, the explosiveness, the switchiness, and I think he has work withable skills that you can kind of work with him on hand usage and get a really good player. I think he may even be a solid rotational piece at the pro level because of that upside in terms of we can get his hands a little bit better. What are you doing with uh, the, the spread here, Notre Dame laying 15 and a half? I'm laying those points with Notre Dame. I think we're starting to see the Irish really turn it on and, and, and settle in and start to get back to what we expected of them entering the season uh, mainly it's their run game and their defense. I think those two things will get them this this point spread against Georgia Tech. You know, it, it, because they had those close wins, you almost forget. Notre Dame only has one loss. They only lost to a top five Cincinnati team. Like, that's it. Right. And and and, it, and, and they've looked better since that game. So they've, they've gotten better since the loss. So now you got Nebraska at Wisconsin. Wisconsin's going to mess around and win the Big Ten West after that horrific start. Uh, Wisconsin's laying 10 points. Wisconsin's been beating people down as of late. Uh, They host Nebraska, 10-point spread. Interesting. You want to talk Nebraska quarterback Adrian Martinez. Feels like he's been there forever. Right, and he's someone that I can see uh, be a – Taysom Hill type at the next level. That's why I wanted to talk about him. Oh. Very good athlete, you know, and you know he's tough as nails. You know he's going to compete. May not be the most polished passer the, to be out there consistently f- as a pro player, but you will find a way to f- get a package for him to put the ball in his hands. And I think the more success Taysom Hill has in these, you know, goal line short yardage packages. You could see that with Adrian Martinez, and he's a better passer than Taysom Hill. 
So I, I, I see this as a guy that may even be, and I'm not big on position switches, but for someone that, that has played a lot of football at quarterback um, and has shown that athleticism, you know, you could see him being a Taysom Hill type at the pro level or someone making a move to wide receiver. But I just think that, you know, why not keep him as a quarterback to have that ace in the hole, you know, that the element of the trick play, a surprise play, but someone that is good running the football, that has good speed, good acceleration, and can help you out uh, if need be throwing the football. If you want to totally commit to a, a red zone package, I think he is a perfect type. In the CFL, we see we see this as they have their short yardage and goal line quarterbacks. I think we're starting to see that more so in the NFL, trickle up toward the NFL. And I think that's where a guy like Martinez would, would thrive as a pro player, as a Taysom Hill type. Wisconsin's got so many good guys on defense. They're so fun to watch on that side of the ball. There's a bunch of different ways you can go. I love uh, Chanel, that linebacker. Um, but what about the D lineman, Matt Henningsen? You're not running his way, man. This dude is a, a, a legit rock right there up front. Now, he, he you're not gonna you're not gonna move him off the spot in the run game. You're not just gonna you know double team him. He's gonna split that. He's gonna be disruptive versus the run. And he's a one-gap penetrator. Where he has to get better is, you know, the common theme here, the hand usage. You know, guys got to get – I think – I don't know if he has shorter arms, but I feel like he just engages the offensive lineman without even getting his hands on him. If he learns how to get his hands on, on O-lineman first with the way he uh, can anchor and hold his on at the point of attack, this dude's going to throw offensive lineman out the way and he's going to be a hell of a player as a pro guy. I think he's as strong as uh, Harrison Phillips was, you know, in, in terms of not being able to be moved. Uh, when Phillips was coming out of Stanford, this is someone I see as strong as him. Uh, if he can work on his hands and, and try to get better at, at, you know, winning that hands first battle, someone's going to get themselves a steal with, with Hennessy. Interesting. All right. So what about Wisconsin laying the 10? Are you laying it or are you taking Nebraska in the points? Nebraska is the uh, – how can I put this? Nebraska is the scrappy. They're, they're scrappy dude. Like when you think they're about to, you, oh, this should be a blowout. Easily lay those points with Wisconsin. Here, here you are in the fourth quarter, about six minutes left, and Nebraska has a two-point lead, and they've been fighting you all day. Um, but because Wisconsin has played a little bit better, I'm going to say Wisconsin. This is a, a, a small enough spread that they can cover. I'm going to. It's going to be a struggle for the first three quarters. Wisconsin pulls away late. I'll, I'm going to lay the points with Wisconsin. Interesting. Okay. Um, I kind of thought you were going to go Nebraska there. I was I was envisioning you <laughs> saying Nebraska. I was I, I. You're right about the way Wisconsin's playing. They're so much better on offense than they had been. You know what's not good, Emery? When your battery dies. Happened to me at the Philadelphia airport last year. Brutal. That's why there's no better place to go these days than AutoZone. Why? Because they are America's number one battery destination. That's why. Why number one? Well, they've got an extensive line of replacement batteries ready to fit your specific needs based on your make and model. The replacement batteries start at just $79.99. They got free battery testing and charging. You can get some reliable answers. And free battery charging. So free battery testing and free battery charging. The proof is in the pudding. 
Start at AutoZone as the weather starts to get bad. America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. All right, Emery. Big one for you, my friend. Big one for your alma mater. How about my alma mater, by the way? Had that big win over Yale. Eight and one. We got one more to go. Got to beat Penn to be Ivy champs to finish the year in the top 25. That was a big win for my Tigers on Saturday, Emery. Yeah, and, and, but here's the thing, Ross. Uh, are you going to feel comfortable with a co-Ivy champ title? Because you know what was hanging over you guys. That Dartmouth loss is hanging over you guys. Are yeah, you, are that's, you comfortable with that? that's the unfortunate part of the way the Ivy League is designed. Mm-hmm. But – that's the way it is. I mean, we're still nine. We'd still be nine and one. True. They got us. Dartmouth got us. But that was a one-game scenario. They also got smoked by Columbia, who we beat pretty badly. So they didn't get. They didn't even score against Columbia. You know, it does. Ha- I don't know how that happened, by the way. But <laughs> it does. Uh, you know, I never won it, so I don't know. But I think when you win it, man, you're just so happy that you won it, and you get to say you're Ivy champs, and you oh, get cool. the ring and the whole deal. Uh, although a couple years ago in 18 when they were undefeated and and uh, undisputed Ivy champs, that was cool too. All right, your team, Louisiana and Liberty. So this is a non-league game for, mm-hmm. for you guys. But tough opponent, non-league. Liberty's favored by four. Everybody's talking about Malik Willis. You've talked about him a lot, Emery. But let's talk about Louisiana's quarterback, Levi Lewis. And I'm a big Levi Lewis fan, man. You talk about someone, and I always use this term for these shorter quarterbacks that are distributors of the football. They are true point guards at the position. You know, someone that just picks and and shoots. You know, okay, that guy's open. Let's go here. He's open here. Ball comes out on time, comes out on rhythm. Oh, if I need to make a play with my legs, I can do that. I'm quick and agile. I can make you miss, and I can pick up a first down. We can stay on pace. I could be a plus one in the run game if need be. I can take over in the run game if need be. But throwing the football is where I, I hang my hats. Throwing the football is where I, I make my money. And I think that's someone that encompasses, the, the you know, a Levi Lewis. That'll be, that's what he encompasses is in terms of his skill set. Um, you know, this year you want to see a growth. I think he's kind of stayed the same as he was last year. But you, you like the fact that he's playing better situationally. Um, so he's not making too many more risks with the football. That uh, I thought he was putting the ball in harm's way a lot last year. That's not the case this year. So he's protecting the football better, and he's a big reason why they're on this nine-game winning streak. What about Liberty D. Lyman Darrell Johnson? No, he was a bit banged up this year, but this is someone you talk about a group of five edge guy. This is him. You know, this is someone that has quickness off the ball, can, you know, shows a wide array of moves of getting to the quarterback, has a dip under and flattened move that that he does really well. Um, he's someone that's going to be a problem to block because he's so athletic. You could drop him back in the short zone. You can just free him up to do whatever he wants to do. You can give him that freedom because he's a smart football player. So him being back uh, could be a potential issue for this Cajuns offense uh, because of how dynamic he is, I think, as a pass rusher. Someone, uh, he's going to test well, and someone's going to get themselves a really uh, good functional player as as an edge rusher at the pro level. So are you taking your boys or are you laying the points with Liberty? Four points. Listen, you talk about a Raging Cajun team that has won nine straight games. I don't think anyone in the country, college, high school, 
NFL has won nine straight games. I don't care about the undefeated team right now in the country. No one, according to my math and logic, has won nine straight games. The only team that has done so in any sport right now are the Raging Cajuns. I don't see that letting up right now. So I am taking the Raging Cajuns in the points because it sets up a, a great Sun Belt Conference championship game against Appalachian State, some team that, you know, from North Carolina that we blew the doors off early in the season. So, you know, it's really we, – we're eyeing that that fourth spot in the playoffs. That's that's where the focus is. Um, so take care of Liberty on Saturday. Take care of whoever they put in front of us in the Sunbelt Conference Championship game the next week. And then let's focus on getting ready for Alabama or Georgia, someone like that. <laughs> Check him out on social media, at FBall Game Plan on Twitter – Football game plan on YouTube. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We're at Ross Tucker Pod. Love those of you that follow us and quote tweet it and retweet it or like it on Instagram means a great deal. Or you can check us out on YouTube as well. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Keg is kicked. We're all tapped out. Thanks for listening to the College Draft Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, Even Money, and the Business of Sports. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. you got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109 with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.